With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Zoko finally waited. Erickson, low. Great ball into the middle. What a save by Heaton. Tonight's Davis and Sanchez. Lucas Mora. And belted into the net, brilliant goal! On debut, Tunga Ongombele has scored the equaliser for Spurs. Let's take it out of the way. Lucas Mora clips it. Oh, great goal! Stephen Bergwijn has arrived in North London! That is absolutely incredible on debut! Oh, yay! What a finish for 3-2 from Serge Aurier! Wow, what a goal, Harry Kane! That is exceptional! Try and place it, wonderfully taken by Eric Lamella. Never afraid to take on a shot, and with good reason. Oh wow, what a run! Jimmy Son from inside his own half has scored one of the best goals of his What's going on everyone? Back again with another episode of Touchline Hotspur. It's been a long international week, it feels at least for, for many of us. It might be a welcoming one for pretty much all of us, but um, let's get straight on to it. We've got two special guests um, with us, um, two Newcastle fans who probably are just as miserable as us Tottenham fans right now, but um, it is what it is, man. Um, but yeah, um, we'll start off with our two main panel members. Um, Your, how's it going? Yeah, it's been good. Uh, relatively boring week because of the internationals boring the heck out of me, but um, <laughs> I'm glad that the Prem is uh, returning. Yeah, um, not sure if everyone feels that way, but um, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, oh, hi, how you been, man? Yeah, I'm right, man. Uh, I just finished Facebook, innit? I've been on a dementia ward, so if any of them were a Tottenham fan, they can't remember it, so lucky them, I guess. 
I mean, yeah, is that's what you got to do, man. Uh, and we've got two special guests uh, with us. Um, Kendall, how's it going? How's uh, did you watch any of the international games this week from the past week? Uh, yeah, I watched. I watched several. To be honest, if I could avoid England at any cost, then I do. Um, because yeah. it's hella boring. Like, literally, what is the point? To be honest, I was actually very welcome with this international break, though. Like, I was like, give me it now. Like, just give me the international break. I don't think I've ever wanted an international break so much in my entire life but it came at a great time <laughs> a great time for us I think Clinton will be on the same level as me tell me about it tell me about it and Clinton I'm guessing you echo her thoughts or yeah no? pretty much first things first I've got to call out probes how are you going to invite me onto your platform and bottle it that's what I'm going to say the probes if you're watching you bottle your own thing because you know you're going to get had up anyway moving on <laughs> oh my god! I know he's gonna be watching this, and you know me and him going back and forth on Twitter. And how oh, are you gonna bottle yeah. coming on? I'll invite me and Kendall to come on your own platform, yeah, and bottle it. That's mad. <laughs> that that for me shows that you're shooking it. So again, if it's a shook one, cool, I get it. But um, yeah, international break now. Yeah, just listen. I won't even watch anything, man. Listen, we're playing a bunch of minors, man. We're playing nobodies, man. How we? We'll be playing against San Marino. Dang, they ain't a football team, bro. The most thing I learned about San Marino that is actually based in Italy. I didn't even know that. I did not even know that. My geography must have been off for that day, but I didn't even know that for a fact. But yeah, it's good to see that we're we're back now. We don't need to be watching under this flipping poor football, and then we can go back to like berating Steve Bruce and Joe Linton and all that good jazz, isn't it, Kendall? Southgate ball's not much better, like, let's be honest. Um, yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, there's there's many a major issue here, so... <laughs> um, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that later on. So, just uh, sort of an international roundup, just initially. Um, just want to sort of talk about Kane, really. What I mean... Oh, hey, first off, Jack, Jack, we're not going to talk about Kane all the time, are we? We're not going to be... This is not one of these cult Tottenham fan base ones where we start lauding about Harry Kane because we can do that too, you know. You you wanna, yeah. Listen, listen. listen. You're you more than welcome. Listen, 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 I don't want to talk about none of it. Right? I just want to talk about if we're going to get pound, you're going to get pound. I don't want to talk about <laughs> Harry Kane. Um, you know, you know what's funny. What uh, I hear, I hear what you're saying, Clinton. But if the discussion is going to be about Kane scoring 47 goals in. 48 games uh, international level I do not care yeah I don't care about his golden boot I'm not that Spurs fan yeah his golden boot was predominantly because he scored a bunch of goals against Panama whoop-dee-doo he's 47 out of 48 the majority of them are against minors that I don't care about in qualifying games in which England have been brought for many many a tournament I do not care if that record was against listen me and you're going to get on if that record was against the likes of Belgium, <laughs> Brazil, Argentina, then I'll be like, you know what, nobody can talk to this guy. But from time when I'm hearing the majority of teams, and yes, he has to score against his opponents, I get that. He has to score, it's his job. Yeah, but the majority of the opponents are jokes. They're actually jokes. So I'm, I'm, I don't, you know what, to be honest with you, yeah, until, until I see silverware from my club, I don't want to hear about no king. That's all, that's what I'm going to say. Why am I wearing my queen? This one is the most sensible Tottenham fan I've ever met in my life. Exactly. In my life. Listen to that. Listen to that. This is the voice of the people. Get Tobes out of it. 
I want to see you more. Get Tobes out of here. Hey, I try. I try. Only on Saturdays. It's a bit like oh, Vinicius no. padding in the Europa, but yeah, um, it, it's not. It's nothing to. It's nothing to sort of cry about or anything. To be honest, this I didn't watch any of the national games myself, and I don't really plan to until tournament time. But it's yeah. a it's a tough one. I, I again, I I'm not gonna. I was busy watching the rugby. I, I don't care too much for international football anymore. But you know, I, I pay attention to what the Spurs boys are doing. Um, Jack, I'm sure you're buzzing to see your boy wasn't anywhere near, anywhere near the squad. Jack knows what I'm talking about. Um, I think it's just again, I didn't watch it. I just think it would be very interesting when like every single England player is fit, um, because I know there was a lot of talk about our uh, Kane's now having to adapt back to being a number nine. I saw that on the time, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, guys, like, he plays both roles in any game for us at any time. Like he can he can switch between nine and ten. It's not a big deal. It's just it'll just be interesting to see um, how it does with more of a creative element behind him. Personally. Like, that's the only thing I'm interested in Kane wise. Like I completely agree with Yao. Like there was a group chat I used, when Kane won the Golden Boot of the World Cup, and there's, there's there was a lot of Yadars in this um, in this group chat I used to be in, and I was telling them like this is probably the worst World Cup Golden Boot of all time. They said I was racist. They said I was a hater. They said I wasn't a true fan. I said okay, that's fine. We'll revisit this. About a year later, none of them are Tottenham fans, by the way. Only, only like one of them was a Tottenham fan, and me, the only Tottenham fan, was was getting cussed. And then a year later, they now start saying the Golden Boot didn't mean anything. I was like, I told you lot, but it's fine. You wanted to do the patriotism thing, and now look where you are. But that's all I have to say about Harry Kane. Still love him. Still England's best player, and that's it, really. Yeah, I think there's. I agree with that. There's a massive sort of polarization in how people view Harry Kane. Just like say a player like Paul Pogba as well. So much hyperpolarization, one extreme view from one side and then one extreme view on the other. Just be objective, just see it how it is, and yeah, it's, it's an absolute joke. Um, Wait, can I help you saying, how are you not going to deal with um, without him though this summer, like when he leaves? He's <laughs> leaving. Not that he's leaving. Who can afford him? Who can afford him? I'm today, I'm very sorry. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? I'll be honest with you, yeah. You have more chance of Joel Linton leaving than King. Like, that's just the truth. Yeah. Listen, listen. I, I agree. Oh, listen, I can slowly take that, that, that title away from you, you know. I gave you the title <laughs> of the, Yeah, I can take <laughs> it. Right? Come on. Yeah, 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 you think he's not going? That's what I'm saying. No, 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 no. Look, the, the truth of the matter is, a lot of people think, oh, um, yeah, he's going to go. But football got hit with coronavirus. Everyone got hit. Yeah, now if this if if COVID never existed and the financial side of the game never got hit, he's gone this summer. It's not even no, a question. No, no, yo, yeah. yo, coronavirus hit football, yeah, but his trophy cap has not been hit. Listen, yeah, when, right. he, when, he he boy, when he looks at that bad boy at the end of the season or end of his career and he sees nothing, but he sees multiple spur shirts and that one golden boot. He's going to be like, nah, nah, nah. He's going to know it. Man, if, I should have left like, oh, I should have left like, so Campbell, bro. You know no, what I mean? Hey, hey, Ford, relax, yeah. You came here like a team. You came here like a team. You can't, you can't bring that thing up because it'll, it'll get political real quick. But, <laughs> yeah, the, with Kane, <laughs> with Kane, what I will say is this. Oh, like, every time he gets asked a question, I think Kane is is quite an honest 
footballer in terms of like he knows what he has at Spurs. I don't know how loyal he is to Spurs, and the, in terms of the game nowadays, there's a like not necessarily that players have to be loyal, but you, you don't get many players that stick with one team throughout their career. It's very rare in football today. So, do I think he's gonna go this summer? No, I, I think he's gonna give it like like he's gonna do one of those nonsense where it's like I'm gonna give it one last year, yeah, because he's contracted. Like whether people want to admit it or not, yeah, Tottenham have what two, maybe three more years of him. But like Daniel Levy ain't going to just let you go for the sake of going. Like, you have to be near the last 12 months of your contract. Look at Ericsson. Ericsson was coming. He was about to be a free agent in summer. Yeah. <laughs> and Levy's like, you're not going till I get peace. till I get something. Yeah, but listen. What do you want him to be? Do you want Harry Kane to be the next uh, Matt Letizia? He's going to be a god in his club, but with nothing in the trophy cabinet. As much as people want to say it's all about Shearer, Shearer can still say, yeah, I once that with Blackburn, came to my Yeah, but Blackburn, you support Newcastle. Top goal scorer of the Premier League, still, and that's it. What's Harry Kane got? A golden boot? A crusty gone boot? Is that what you're going to tell me? Nah, sir, come on. Yeah. Come on. Come well, on. It's funny you bring up Shearer. It's funny you bring up Shearer, because, let's be honest, yeah, Shearer had, um, you know, he had what you'd consider to be a good time at Newcastle. Boyhood club, loved it, scored plenty of goals, finished top goal scorer in the league, you know, of all time. Fantastic player. Cool, great. All right, people say he didn't win no trophies at Newcastle. All right, yeah, I mean, that happened. He became manager, got relegated. Uh, I mean, these things happen. You know, you, you, <laughs> man, you man bounced right back up, went back down. It wasn't his fault he got relegated, man. Just, like, just add that in there. I, I, I know, Kendall. I'm, I, hey, Kendall, I'm not blaming Alan. I like Alan. I like him, Alan. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying what I saw. Yeah, I saw him at the end of the season, opening his hands like this, while, while Newcastle fans were like, Cheering. Sure, yeah, sure. like, that's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh. Win, win something, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Golden Boots doesn't win nothing. Like, you can't... Who can do but that? Kane, Kane, has, Kane has possibly... His prime Three, four years. I'd say Kane has probably three, four years in terms of, like, the, the clip he's playing at to do something in the trophy cabinet. Anything after that four-year period... I, I personally think a team would necessarily be carrying him. I shouldn't say that. I don't mean it in a harsh way. But I, I'd say, like, he won't be the main focal point of whatever team he goes to if he's, like, past 31. He, he might do. You know, you never know. He might hit another level when he hits 31. But to completely rule out what he's, what, he's 27 now or 28? To completely say he's going to end his first career with no trophies? But prime years, know. you said that, 27, 28, yeah, that's his prime years. You think he wants to spend his prime years at Spurs and win nothing? Ford, you're asking... You win nothing? What a way, yeah, he's asking... I'm, you're asking, I'm, I'm asking you, because you know... No, you're, 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 asking you're asking two different it. questions. You're asking two different questions. The first one is, what yeah. do we want for Harry Kane? What we want or what we want for Harry Kane, generally... I, 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 but you did. I got clips, but we'll do it after. So... <laughs> If what I want for Harry Kane is for him to look back on his career and be like, yeah, I did that, you know what I'm saying? In his you know, in his opinion, not winning, like a Carabao Cup's not going to be enough. Fully agree with that. A, a golden boot, which was 90% against Panama, is not enough. Also agree with that 100%. Um, obviously, we want Harry Kane to stay. 
our best chance of winning trophies is with Harry Kane, and I feel like certain trophies will mean more with us than it would uh, mean more one with us than it would mean if he won it for City or if he won it for United, and that's for him personally. How about Arsenal? Because he's an Arsenal fan, isn't he? Listen, Kendall. <laughs> 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 yes, <Christmas. laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. There it is. Okay. Tension here. Okay. okay. There you. <laughs> You got in the second yeah. tonight. So Campbell and Arthur, that's it, boom. Okay. 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 I'm very. I, I was gonna say I'm very sorry. Really, I'm not. But um, okay. I'm very sorry for the terms of this video. This is what this is. Eight o'clock, and we're sending <laughs> shots. Okay. And it's not even watershed. If you two say well, that, is, I'm called a police. Is that actually the truth? No, no, no. He was in yeah, yeah. the academy. He's not an Arsenal fan. Like Jamie Carragher was an Everton fan. Like yeah. He just got picked up. He was like, mocking it. Did you not see him rocking that shirt like with pride? You, ha- you have to rock it. Why did you want to wear it on his head? When he's on Tottenham colours, he's like, ah, miserable. But when he when he's in the Arsenal shirt, pride, beaming, cold, cold, more like confusion to me. I like confused, very confused. But as I was saying, I think with the whole the whole Kane potentially leaving or not, I think. You know, one of one of my mates, Carl, he was tweeting about like you know potential domino effects in terms of transfers, and there hasn't really been a big one since since when maybe when Neymar left. Do you know what I mean? So I think a lot of it is going to come down to Haaland because you know Raiola is just whoring him out in Spain right now. He was he was he was um, with Barca in the morning, and he he took he took Haaland's dad to Barca in the morning. He's now taking Haaland's dad to Madrid. Like he don't care. He's just whoring him out. So I think part of it's going to depend where Haaland goes because City. We'll turn around and be like, all right, our number 10 shirt's free now. Kane, what are you saying? I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. Will they be able to afford him in the current market? Levy's obviously going to slap some uh, Premier League tax on it if City come knocking. So I think a lot of the likelihood is just who can afford him right now and where he can he actually go. So like, if he is going to go somewhere, it would be City, but I just don't think they can afford him right now. Can I just say something? I've just seen the comments and Toby's in the comments. Tell this guy to come outside, man. Why is he so shook, man? Why is he shook on me and Kendall for? Talking about we're going to be in the championship, but he can't even come on his own stream. What's this guy? <laughs> Get this guy in here, man. Man, shook, bro. Shook one. Anyway, well, sorry. If I, okay. if I, if I laugh to the championship, it's one of them last cries where you're like, <laughs> that, that's me. <laughs> it's not a laugh. Oh, well... I think as first time we shouldn't overly laugh because you know there's there's players that are um, that we're in for that are lesser than what we've had in the past. So I'm just gonna keep a level head and karma, you know, karma hits you in different ways. So I'm just gonna be, I'm gonna keep quiet on this matter. Jack, are you scared, man? Is that is that you? Are you scared? It's not hey, even bro, fear. Bro, it's just, it's, 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 no, it's apathy. It's <laughs> depression. It's it's a lot. Hey, it's a lot. Listen, me and Ken, listen, me and Kendall were on, on a similar chat like this, and there was the opposition moaning about their manager. Now here you are doing the same thing. Listen, you got Mourinho, yeah. We got Bruce. Enough said. But also, you're in a cup final, albeit it's some sort of paper cup final. But you're in a cup final. Don't talk to me about apathy and all the rest of it now. Yeah, but I think at, at the end of the day. Different expectations. Yeah, exactly. It's it's, at the end of the day, it's all relative. You know, your ten pot, we're not. That's the difference. But anyway, (laughs) we move on. I was back in yesterday, didn't it? Even like a random, like a random bullet, just. Kendall, you can get it as well. Don't worry. Don't worry, you can get it. 
letting, I was letting him go, but now it's all gone. I'll target. Target can get it. I mean, I was just targeting one person, but I guess it. Uh, the nah, you target one target. <laughs> But yeah, um, anyway, uh, moving on from the international break. Um, oh, just quickly, um, out of a skip, um, uh, did anyone watch the under 21s very quickly? Yeah, I, yeah. G- I gave uh, it. Ah, oh, man, where do I start? Um, how'd you. Another one can't manage what that booth was, guy. Yeah, yeah. Get that way yeah, out man. Nah, come okay, on. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm. Sometimes. You know what? I'm notorious for defending managers, but you can't defend Bruce He's shocking. He like he is the the best way of putting it is like this. Bruce Boy, is that manager that asks you to do all the jobs he's supposed to do, and then takes credit if it comes off. He's absolutely shocking. He has no clue. Not to say that the English under twenty one are like an abundance of talent, but the, you know I think I think the talent pool is pretty good. You know I think I think it's a decent enough team to at least challenge to get out of a group stage. Um, but they they absolutely they they stunk that like in all of their games, even even in that final game when they were winning, I was like this team's gonna concede like one million percent. This team's gonna concede, albeit they conceded a screamer. And deservedly so. They deserve to concede. Like the manager set them up in a way where you, you, you hear this terminology of ah, oh, you know, they don't have a style and they don't. Big man, you got your defenders, you got your midfielders, you got your strikers. Yeah, you you see these guys in training every single day. Sometimes you know the the style of play may not come the way you want it to be. Yeah, but you should have an idea as to who your starting 11 will be, especially at international level. At club level, it's a bit different because, you know, you might get injuries here and there to key players and then you might have to rely on your fringe players. But at international level, your 22 are supposed to be the best in the country at that time. So your fringe player, your fringe player technically is as good or possibly as good as a starting player. I don't understand how they took this under twenty one team and and made them look like Burnley. Well, <laughs> we've been having that for years. Listen, we haven't that for years. All this talk about wasting talents and all the rest of it, this talent coming through, that talent coming through, it's always the same. Until we start from the bottom, like the what under sixteen, seventies or whatever coming through, all the way to the top, they can all go, man. All dinosaur managers pipping are you not starting the likes of Eze and stuff like that? Wasting. And for me, I would think differently. If I was some of these players here, yeah, I would even probably commit to England. I'm not gonna lie. I would commit well, to other countries, isn't it? I'll be. I'll yeah, be look, look at Musiala. Look at Musiala. Like Southgate said, oh, I can, I can offer you an under 21 car. And then Germany were like, well, we can offer you like an international car. That's what I'm saying. Why I'll would you then go? Yeah, let's go under 21. I'll be pulling up my nan and be like, yeah. yo, man, where are you from back in the day? You from Jamaica? You from Africa? What? Where are you from? I don't want to play for England right now. Seriously, for the next four years at least. Because I'll be trying to get caps elsewhere. I don't know why everyone's trying to hold out for the bag in England and then end up winning nothing. You know, man, I have a couple of things with under 21s before we get into, like, you know, Skip, Tanganga, Sessignon that didn't play, etc. Like, I think Pell from uh, Chessy Hour, he made a really good point. It's like, 
So you see Bellingham, for example. So Bellingham, I'm of the opinion where I don't mind if a 17-year-old goes to the seniors, but I think that only makes sense if they're going to play. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Why would it take a 17-year-old to sit on the bench when they're having a good season, starting in the Champions League, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera? Like, if you're not if you're not sure where to start them, you let them get some international experience, play with some players that, in realistically, 10 years' time, he's potentially going to be partnering some of these guys. Like, you take... How old is Foden now, sorry? 20? Foden's 20? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, obviously Foden is clear. So there's no way you're taking Foden and leaving him on the bench the whole time. Like, Bellingham could have got such a better experience playing with, you know, Skip, Curtis Jones, mm. you know, Cho before he got injured. Like, like to be, I even like Dwight McNeil. I didn't, I'm not going to pretend I watched the game, but I, I don't mind Dwight McNeil, do you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, no, to go back to what Pels actually said, he made a point where it's like, the under-21 job, like, you are effectively the B team. I feel like England have only done, like, in- an England A friendly, like, time ago, and I'm pretty sure, like, I think Jermaine Genus might have been captain or something. I'm not even taking the piss. Like, I remember this game, like, very, very, like, not that vividly, sorry. But with England under-21, you need, you're in a position where it's like, okay, my best players might go, so I want to work with the under-20, the under-18, under-17, and we're going to establish, like, the right way to transition players through this hierarchy. And to my, to, to my knowledge, I think under-20 downwards do it relatively well. Obviously, under-17s won that World Cup not too long ago where they had to flip in, what, Greenwood, Sancho, Foden, uh, uh, Cho, all, all these men. Like, I think even Lamptey might have even been in that team. I, I might be wrong. Um, so, yeah, I think the under-21 has to be... The under-21 manager, it has to be a coach. Like, it doesn't make sense for it to be, like, a manager who's, like... Obviously, you want them. You want their initial aim to be winning, but the point is to keep developing players, be ready to lose players, and have that immediate plan be there. Eddie Boothroyd has, apart from when Watford went up, he has never shown like a shred of coaching ability. Like he went, I don't know, he went Colchester with shit, went Northampton with shit, and I'm pretty sure there was somebody like high up in um, in the FA. He was like their best man, and that's how he got like the under twenties assistant coach job. And then the other 21 assistant coach job, and then Southgate bounced, and then he became manager. It's all just a big boys' club, and it's like, how can you expect the senior team to fully like take advantage of like a winning mentality in the under 21s? I swear they've only won like, I think something ridiculous, like three or four like um, international tournament games at like, the last 14, or something ridiculous like that. Like, it doesn't make sense that like, all these players tre- stretching back to fucking. And Stuart, I, I didn't mind Stuart Pierce too tough because they were slapping friendlies and it was kind of fun to watch back then. But such a it's a mad how much of a generation is getting wasted under Boothroyd, Stuart Pierce, and, and Gareth Southgate. To be honest, who was the manager when um, Ree and Brewster and all them men were like slapping up teams? Who's in charge? In the twenty uh, ones? No, twenty ones. Southgate. Southgate. I think it was Southgate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. This, oh, yeah. this is the thing that. Sorry, to bring it back to like Skip and Tango, well, Skip in particular. Skip, I didn't think had a bad tournament. But you know, the problem, the problem with like watching individuals is you start to like critique other players around them and less of like the actual player itself. So, there, you know, there were some moments in the games where, you know, Skip was finding himself in a, a 2v1 situation. You, you rarely win those kind of duels anyway because, you know, people can just pop it around you. In terms of the three games that they played, I, I thought he, he gave a good account of himself. He wasn't afraid to get stuck in. He wasn't afraid to try and um, uh, develop the play and move England forward. But the crux of it is, and this is this is going to sound so harsh, like England seems to be the only top nation that will take a 17-year-old for no apparent reason. 
put them in the senior team and then not play them at all. I could have sworn they took Walcott to um, um, a Walcott and Walcott the bench. Like, other international teams don't do that. Like, if if you hear Argentina take a 60-year-old to a World Cup, that, that kid's playing. Yeah, he's playing. Like, he's playing. Brazil won a World Cup with a 17-year-old Pele. Like, I know it was way back in the day when they used to play with pigskin and, and bladder and haggis and all that kind of stuff. But that's a different story for another time. But the point is, when other countries take their young teenagers to World Cup, it's because they genuinely believe that kid is talented enough to play the men's side of the game. The problem with England is I feel like England takes these players so that they can't play for another international. So it's almost another way of like colonization. Yeah, so like if they do come good, oh, yeah, we'll just call you right back. Yeah, but if they don't, oh well, we don't have to deal with you possibly coming back on some revenge tour against us later on in the late years. It's, I, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit, to be fair. And, you know, just like I've seen. In the in the comments, yeah. Skip beside Tom Davis. Tom Davis, if you're listening to this, yeah, you're you're a bad you. I saw you leave man for garden. Yeah, that's some disgusting behaviour. You, you cannot be trusted in the clubs. You cannot be trusted in the trenches. You're naughty you. But that's for another day. Yeah. All I'm, all I'm saying is England are just going to hire a bunch of yes men until the cows come home. Um... And this is going to be the same thing. A.D. Boothwood, I remember that 06-07 season at Watford. They were pathetic. And he inspires no one. Um, yeah. Jack, Jack, I just had one last thing on... Um, I don't want, I want to keep it tranky, but Tottenham pod, obviously, because it, it's, it's a hard life international week. Um, obviously, we we saw we didn't see much of him, but obviously Noni Madweke played, who I was hoping was going to uh, choose allegiance for Nigeria, but... You know he's he's doing he's doing his thing with fair play to the boys. So he was obviously in our academy, and this is just for either neutrals or listeners who don't really know much about him, or even Spurs fans who didn't know much about him, or that he was just in our academy. So he was actually quite rated, and then in this in a similar way to the way Musiala left Chelsea. Obviously Chelsea offered Musiala a pro contract at 16, and he had his probably more personal reasons for going uh, to Germany because obviously he was born in Stuttgart. Um, but Madweke. His uh, his dad basically went full Nigerian and was like, you know, next year we want to be best team football in the next eighteen months, and that's probably not going to happen in the Prem. By the way, uh, Clinton, do you want to just read out Tobes's comment? By the way, just one. No, I want to start talking about your dead players now. Let's get to the game. That's fine. That's fine. It's it's quite and stuff like that, man. Let's talk about this game, man. It's quietly more entertaining to talk about youngsters that have left Tottenham than actual Newcastle players. But I'll finish quickly, don't worry. So, yeah. that's what I'm so <laughs> with Madweke, he, um, so he, obviously his, his dad and his family, they visited like, uh, what is he, PSV twice, got a tour around. Ironically, Bergwijn actually gave Madweke a shirt when he was signing um, to try and persuade him to come. And uh, it's, it's actually sad how it's worked out because I'd rather have Noni than Bergwijn right now, which is a shame. Um, but yeah, he joined like the youth team. He was meant to be in under seventeens for a bit, but, and then Van Nistelrooy actually was like, "Nah, I need him in my team." Taught him like you got to score some ugly goals and that, and you know he's just developed his game loads. So I think it's it's quite mad how someone's left our academy, got coached by Van Nistelrooy, and is now being wasted under, under AD Boothroy. But I hope, I hope the boy does bits, and I hope he switches to Nigeria and comes back to Tottenham at some point. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully he's. I'm sure he's better than Bo one anyway, but that's another topic for another week. Um, let's go on to the game now. Now, 
I think uh, both I think both sets of fans are pretty uh, down on their sort of mindset with how things will pan out for the rest of the season. But um, we'll start with you, Kendall. How do you think? Well, it's, it might be a silly question. How do you think we'll approach you'll approach this game? But because it's Steve Bruce, but where do you think your strengths lie and our weaknesses lie within this game? Um, well, for you, I mean, our, our weaknesses is just all over the joint, so I don't really know where to start if that's honest. Uh, <laughs> but luckily, I think most of the injured players are back now. Whether or not they'll start, I don't know, because I don't know how long they've been training. Um, I don't know if, like, for example, St. Maxon, I don't know if he's fully fit. Um, yes, I know Callum Wilson's been back in training, so if he's back, then fair enough, because defensively, I guess that's where you guys struggle the most. Um not that we'll take advantage of it, like, because, I mean, there's been teams we've played against where we haven't took advantage of it, regardless of injured players and regardless of who's there. So I think Bruce is just going to take it, like he does every single time, just takes it at face value. He'll look at that and think, oh, Son, Kane, or whoever's fit. And he'll be like, that's it, we have to play three at the back and two wing backs and blah, blah, blah. Like, that's just what I'll think, and it'll be eight men behind the ball and whoever, Almiron will be drifting on the halfway line. Like, that's just how it'll be. I can't really see him going at this game with um, any other mindset than that because he's done it so much. He's so transparent. He's so predictable what he's going to do. Um, yeah, but if Callum Wilson's fit and if he's ready to play, then that's fair enough. That might help us a little bit. But obviously, um, everyone, Spurs fans are going to want revenge for the earlier um, join the season when the whole new handball rules was there <laughs> on everyone's lists, I guess. But I can't really see us um, doing anything, if I'm honest. I can't even see us getting like any points or like minimum points from like the next four games like genuinely I can't like the only one I can really see us getting points from is like Sheffield United and Fulham which are the last two games of the season so I'm not really looking forward to it what, at all like and plus Steve Bruce gives them six days off anyway in national break but after we just got pammed at Brighton I was like when you said training I was like what do you mean training at home on FIFA like no you know Steve Bruce does his own sort of thing you know he doesn't he doesn't stick he, to like, the normal. He, he goes as much as the cricket, genuinely. Yeah, yeah. That's why he wants me off. Like, no, he actually would like, why doesn't he just go and do cricket then? Leave us alone. Stop giving us the bad vibes and the evilness. Go and watch cricket, whatever. Like, leave us leave us alone. Your evilness, your evilness has done enough. Like, <laughs> leave us alone. Oh, this, this sounds so familiar. But, um, for the, um, you've had some key good results against us in the past. I mean, the 5-1 sticks to mind, uh, the 2-1 in the same season at White Hart Lane as well. You've you've managed to get some jammy results as well uh, against us, even though... Hey, 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 we're not having that, we're not having that. None of this jamming us, because again, when we beat you, it's warranted. When you beat us, it's warranted, so... Proceed. I'll agree to disagree. But anyway, um, do you feel you could get anything out of this based on that, at least? Of course. I mean, look, I know Terms is still watching, so I know he'll love this when he hears this. That he still cries himself to sleep when he thinks about the result from last season, when he talks about Joe Linton being so shit, and we do as well, but then ends up scoring the winner against you. So anything is possible, isn't it, Terms? Wink, wink. So I don't want to hear about no jamminess. This guy is a 5 1. One nils, 
all the rest of it now. There was a moment in time where, I know it's broken now, but Josie Marino couldn't get nothing on time side. I know, you know what I'm saying? So it's a possibility. And with you guys as well, you guys are up and down like us, man. I mean, look, I know you ain't been relegated, but at the same time, we all know about you kind of slipping up and what you're known for and all the rest of it now. I'm not going to mention the A word and all the rest of it because I don't want to start people crying in this chat and stuff like that. So, but yeah, anything can happen in it. As it's, as Kendall mentioned, we've got the, we've got the fight club up front. We've got ASM, we've got Miggy, we've got Callum Wilson against you, man. Anything's possible in it. What did you call them? The fight club? Yeah, man. Who have they beaten up? All you, man. As I said, went on Twitter, I see Tom's crying all the time. He still brings it up to this day. Oh, my God, I can't believe they beat us. Listen, get over it, Tobes. Get over it. We beat you, bro. Fair and square. Even the, even the handball thing. Listen, it's a, if there's an element of football and volleyball mixed up, it is what it is. You know what exactly. I'm saying? You make me sick. 4D, you make me sick. <laughs> yeah, get this guy. Hey, Kendall, Kendall. Kendall, I feel I've got three, you know. I'm just letting it happen. I'm just, because I'm not going to catch, because of you, I'm going to catch the strays and I just, I'm not ready for it. Uh, you know, you know what's mad about the game, especially Newcastle? Yeah. Notoriously, I feel like, and, and this is more Spurs issue than I suppose to, I guess the opponent we're facing, but, Notoriously, I, I've never been confident going away to Newcastle. Their, their fans. Yeah, everyone just, said that this season. Chelsea yeah. fans have said it this season. Man United fans have said it this season. And look what we've done. Yeah, <laughs> no, I look hear that. I hear that, Kendall. But then the thing is, yeah, this is the problem with Spurs, and I, I don't know if we've done something to somebody in the past. You know that that we're just catching like real bad vibes here. Yeah, but you might. You know, like Chelsea might be like, oh, no, I'm worried about going to Newcastle. And then they might turn up and, and I mean this in the nicest way possible, they might turn up and just roll you man over. But Spurs will come. And all of a sudden, your your keeper is world-class. 17 saves in a row. Unstoppable. You saved it off the line. Goal line technology. Lamella can't score it. King can't score it. No, nobody can score. Yeah. And then, Joe Linton goes up the other end. Yeah. Handballs it. It goes to VAR. They don't see it. You might win 1-0. Nobody knows why. Yeah. Nobody has a clue as to why this always happens when Spurs face Newcastle. I don't know where it is. Now, I understand why Tolls will cry about that 1-0 defeat, yeah? Because the truth of the matter is, yeah, Jesus himself doesn't understand what happened on that day, yeah? Bro, like, Tolls nobody, is still crying. He's still crying nobody, in the conversation, man. Tell it all nobody again. Understands, nobody understands what happened. But I think in regards to this game, I thought that um, I actually thought Wilson was still injured. To be fair, so if he's back, then that's a good look for you guys. But he's been training I, I, back training since mid last week. So oh, then he ain't playing. <laughs> he ain't playing. If man has, oh no, Steve Bruce. Bruce. He would have been training since like Friday coming, and Steve Bruce will have him in. That's just his way. Way goes on. Way does. I think. I think it's a, it's one of those games where if Spurs win. I don't want to say we have to be playing at our best. It, it just has to be a case of we, we have to do a professional job. Um, do I trust these players to do a professional job? As long as I've been a Spurs fan, no, I don't. 
Yeah, I, I, I know people would be like, that's the manager. I, I don't give a damn about them telling me that it's the manager. So you're not going to pull a wall over my eyes. Yeah, I've, I've been supporting this club since 91. So I can tell you that it's not all the manager's fault. It's like Poch is meant to be our best manager and held two stinking defeats to Newcastle. One was hot. The other one was quick. So you tell me which one you how want to look how at. How many? It. How many was that? Two that I remember specifically. I don't want to talk about the third one. And you, and you, said, you said Poch was your what manager? Apparently, our best manager. That's that's. Sorry, that's I didn't hear that. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of Poch. There's a lot of Poch sexuals in like the Spurs fan base. I'm here. Say my name. I'm here. I, I'm not. Oh. I'm, I'm so, not one of them. You can say I mean, name. I mean, I'm in, in France now, innit? So you got to do it. He's gonna get trophies in France. He's he like. That's that's we. If you want trophies, oh, go to Paris. Listen, listen. Bruce could get trophies in France. Don't make no, me. No, 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 no. Stop that. Stop that. Look, Bruce. Bruce couldn't get a trophy in Iceland. Yeah. So let's let's not do this. Yeah. Let's not do none of this stuff. He couldn't even get a two for one deal in in Asda. So this guy is shocking. Yeah. Let's not do this. How many Pope Trophies did Poch win? Why does that what? matter right now? He's not a manager. Uh, how, many, how many Trophies did Poch win? He's not a manager. You know the answer to uh, that. He's not a manager, though. Uh, he's, 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 totally he's got a trophy. Can I, can I just interject? Um, Bobby Robson. Sir, the great Sir Bobby Robson. Would you, where, where, where does he rank in your great level of managers? Where are you going with this one, bro? Well, just, uh, just answer the question, brother. Just answer the question. Yeah. It's an innocent question, brother. Where does he rank? Where does Sir Bobby Robson? I rate him. Where does he rank? Why well, is the new Newcastle manager? Yeah. Well, yeah. He has to be their best. No, I, 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 I want to I wanna hear Fordy say it. Why are you saying all this, bro? No, it's a process. Because Bobby never won trophies, so they're saying, why, why can't Poch be the, the best manager if he never won trophies? Happen in life, you know. It's just part of the timeline. But you still bottle it, though. Cool. 
So do you in the championship <laughs> against Sunderland? But we're still in the same championship. We're still in the Premier League as you. So what does that matter? You're going back there. You're going back there. You're going back there. Bring up the North London derby that just happened. No, no, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. If you can talk about that bold-headed centre-back that went to the other side of North London, yeah, I can talk about Sunderland. I just want to even up. That was all. It was one-on-one. That was fine. Yeah, no, don't bring up that Campbell ever again. Yeah. Don't, don't, bring, don't bring up that, that moose ever again. That Maltese head. <laughs> I'd say in regards to that, it's one-one. Um, whoever wants to take the next shot, feel free. But <laughs> we're, we're on the level playing field as we stand. Um, I'll go to you, Ohio. We've seemingly got a left-back injury crisis. Um, Regulon is a doubt for the game. Ben Davis, I believe, was injured during the international break. Um, how do you think we'll fare uh, um, on Sunday? I, I would obviously do well to remember that life isn't football manager and you can't just throw in Dennis Serkan and expect a Blasic from him. But I genuinely think that's the best option. But what do I think is going to happen... I think that uh, Matthew, number two, is probably going to end up playing left back, and we're going yeah. to get we're going to get tonked if he if they approach that side. We're finished. Whatever side he plays on, to be honest, we'll get finished. I'd rather I'd rather Oriol's going to play on the left. It wouldn't. We've seen Tanganga play left back. You know what I'm saying? We've seen it happen. He's been okay. He's been solid. Probably be. I wouldn't really say he's on a high from the. Um, I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. In one's game because like, he played okay, you know what I'm saying. He tried to get in the way of that of that last minute screamer. He did get uh, breeze pass for one of their chances, but that was down to Conor Gallagher losing losing the ball. Um, so I personally really want to see Dennis Serkin. I think it would be not the not the worst game for him to try and come in. Obviously, I'd rather he came in like I don't know at home against Burnley or something like that. But sometimes you've got to get baptized by fire. But just anything besides number two, please. You've heard us talking about it before, and we're back again to talk to you about hosting your own podcast here at Blue Wire. And there's no better place to host than Blue Wire Hustle. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions, and now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma Money Spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. 
See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with BlueWire's top podcasters, access to our community Discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is you can get all of this for only $15 a month, the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So if you're ready to do more than just listening to me talk about your favorite team, then make your voice heard in Hustle. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com slash join. That's bwhustle, hustle spelled H-U-S-T-L-E, dot com slash join. Check out the description box for this episode to find out more. Yeah, Matthew is, he's, uh, I, I have no words for him, but um, yeah, I mean, left back is a periphery position, it's it's an easy position to sort of bed in a player, but um, yeah, um, how do you think we'll line up? Do you think we'll play back three? I, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes with a back three, actually, to be fair, um, but I, I, I honestly do think that he, if he does go with a back four, it'll be... Um, I think Sterkin will get will get the nod. Honestly, I, I think he goes with the natural or um, Tanganga. I know Tanganga is not a natural left back, but he has played there before. So I think it'll be one of the. I don't see. I do not see that fraudster of a of a footballer playing at like Ohio. Look, we're brothers here, but I will rip the durag from your head if I ever hear stuff like that again. Yeah. <laughs> Who <laughs> at left back? No, I don't want him there. I think that's what might be done. I, I, there no in no multiverse do I want him there. Multiverse in no flash universe should this even happen. Like it's, forget it. No, it's not happening. I think he goes with Sirkin at left back or a back three. Um, if he goes to a back three, uh, I think he will go with a flat four, so it won't necessarily be like wing backs or a kind of lopsided. Um, kind of formation, kind of like similar to what we did against Aston Villa with the uh, rhombus formation. So <laughs> I, I think I think it will be a bit of a weird lineup in terms of what we set up with. I would like to see Sirkin. I personally would like to see Sirkin. Um, I think Son will make his return for this game. Um, so don't be so I I can't believe I'm going to say this, but don't be surprised if we see Son, um, Kane, and Bell. I know Bell. You know, Bell. Bell's been indifferent, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if I see that that as our front um, front three. Uh, and I think Celso will start on the bench, meaning uh, it'll probably be Lucas and Nombele and Hoybjerg in the middle. What's mad is that this will probably be the only position that Newcastle will have a better player than us on the weekend. To be honest, what? Uh, what you don't think our centre backs are better than yours? I think Fabian Shaw is probably better than most of our centre-backs, but probably him and Jamal Lewis. Jamal Lewis is the only player who would start for us on the it's weekend. It's funny how people see our club, in it, Because people don't clearly watch our club, yeah. in it. People just, they just say these all things out of the sky, like, yeah, 
He looks alright, so he might be better than us. Yeah, probably. <laughs> do, do, probably. Do, Newcastle fans, do, do Newcastle fans rate themselves? I don't. Depends who you ask, innit? Yeah, depends, depends who you ask. What? There's, what? Some, there's, some very, there's some very staunch LaSalle supporters. I am not one of them. Um, Fantastic. Like, what, what about you, Forty? As I was saying before, like, depends what time of the month it is. Like, sometimes, sometimes you can be Captain Braveheart, sometimes he just looks like Calamity James, right? Like, yeah, you know, the last time I played him, he scored for the winner, so... Um, he scored in the last know. two, innit? He yeah. scored in the last two, so... At the moment... Think? We, Not the winner to draw. Hip or dial? Oh, I'm definitely taking the cell. Oh, the cell's all there. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, at least, at least the player, at least I can back it. I'll do that. I man, last time I seen him, man was trying to punch up man in the stands and that. So that's <laughs> I don't hear you now. I ain't no, Dyer's done that. Here. He's cooked. He's right. absolutely cooked. At least, cooked. listen, who's the better goalkeeper? That's why I would ask you. Oh, it's you guys. But we, we all know it, it depends on which Hugo turns up. We we don't know if he's if he's got you know he might he might have been driving over the weekend. We we all know you know if he's whoa, you know it's quick. You know what I'm saying? So, bro, all I know is that the wine in France popping and he might have, he might have had a few glasses. So if he if he returns back to to trading a bit waved, uh, then you might have got to have a, a field day. If he if he returns sober and he's just been drinking Evian, good luck to you, man. To be fair, though, it, it all comes down to if we actually take a shot or not. Because again, like I think in the last game we didn't even register a shot, so it doesn't really matter. You could have you could have you in goal. Do you know what I'm saying? So in the in the last game, their goalkeeper Robert Sanchez uh, completed more passes than any Newcastle player. Are you taking a piss? No. Right. What? Facts. So I don't. Okay. So, so here's my thing. So we go we go into halftime. I'm just painting a scenario. We're going to halftime. It's nil-nil. I'm not going to say anyone scored. It's nil-nil. You haven't had a shot. Sky Pundits come in. I think Newcastle have dominated the game, you know. They haven't had uh, but they're, they're playing some fantastic football. You know, it looks like Spurs are really struggling to keep them at bay. I'm just giving you a picture of what may happen on that day. Because it's happened all through the season. Yeah? No, Villa didn't have a shot against us, but they dominated the whole half. I'm just letting you know. Listen, if it's Fruity Bumble is in the, in the commentary seat, then they'll all be saying the same thing, innit? Like, it's got a whole list of it. They're all on this, the same agency and that. Robbie, not Robbie Savage, all of them, man, Rio Ferdinand, whoever can get it. Like, they, they all sound the same thing to me, innit? So, go ahead. But wait, hold on. The keeper of, who did you face last? Brighton. Brighton. Had more passes than the entire Newcastle team. Damn. Yeah, he registered more completed passes than any Newcastle player. Old defensive. Old They have to burn your entire squad. Twice. No, all you gotta do is burn two man. Bruce. No, the whole, she just said the whole team. Yeah. Yeah, but we've got to remember the majority of the team that was playing, like apart from like, obviously a certain couple, so like Joel Linton, obviously St. Max and, and Wilson weren't playing, but they were like later introductions and Willock. Pretty much every player on that pitch played under Rafa. And they seem to oh, do oh, alright oh. that time. So I would say oh, like eight, oh. eight, You're nine out of eleven. You're saying that Bruce has like lost them. Yeah. Long so. time. Home alone. Rafa got tense in a like newly promoted season with that squad that we have right now. So. Oh, Rafa! Forgot Rafa took you man up from the championship. 
Right, you may not no. suffer. It's just the Mike Ashley factor, man. That's... Mm-hmm. That guy needs to uh, go. Nah, no shit show. Sure. Long time ago, she's gone 2006. That turkey. But here we are. But, but is um, Cockney Mafia. I mean, it's 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 a touchy <laughs> subject. No, yeah, no. We'll, we'll we'll get onto that later. We'll get on. Okay, okay. <laughs> we'll get onto that one later. Um, okay. So we'll we'll just go around to predictions. Um, we'll start off with you, Fordy. Uh, I'm going for winning it. I'm going to be brave and go for win. I'm going to say two one. Because yeah. I just, I could see myself on the timeline, spanning toes and then toes crying again and won't see it for the whole weekend and that. So I can see that vision. Oh man, there's shots fired. All and again, time. listen, I'll find your handles as well. If we win, I want to find all your handles as well, man. All of you lot can get it. So don't think you can run for me. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I worry every week when we play, but I think I'll be all right. But anyway, okay. um, click this up if you lose, man. Trust me. <laughs> I will. I, I will do it. Do it. I will. All right. Um, yeah, Kendall. Uh, what's your predictions? See, like, I would maybe hope for a win as well if everybody's back fit, but I don't think we'll score two goals. Like, that's my issue. So if we win, I think it'll just be 1-0. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that Newcastle are not Captain America in defence because they're facing Spurs. Um, I'm going to go 3-1 Spurs. I don't, I don't think we'll keep them at bay. I don't think we'll stop them from scoring because our defense is shocking. But um, yeah, I think I think three one. Oh, I, I think yeah, I have to agree. There's no one's going to keep a clean sheet. The only person who's capable of keeping a clean sheet is Newcastle could put the under seventeen goalkeeper in goal and he could have a Superman day because that's that's the history at the end of the day. Um, but I think in in reality, the history of the Tottenham. But anyway, um, five minutes, no, I'm joking, uh, probably two one. Reese, I actually think we're going to move two 0 up, and Callum Wilson will probably score a pen that shouldn't have been given, um, and then it will just be it'll be squeaky bum time for the last ten minutes. Hold on to it, man. Lord. We're not capable. You know this. You didn't know, but you hold on to fast results like it's like oh last minute penalty. Oh, Jolie, come on, man. That's it's going to happen, man. You have to you have to look to the past to prepare for the future. That's what it is, man. Boy. Yeah. I, I agree with Ohio. I think it's going to be a 2-1. It won't be a sensational centre-leg performance by any means. Um, but I think we'll probably just about um, get get the result and uh, grind it out. So, yeah. Um, we've got some questions on Twitter that we'd oh, like Ken, to ask Ken's you. Kendall's got guys. loads, bro. Kendall's got fans. <laughs> Yeah, Ravi Ravi B. Harry asks, uh, Kendall, your thoughts on Sam Maximan? So, this is like a slightly con- like controversial topic, I guess, because a lot of Newcastle fans really love him and a lot of rival fans, like, well, not rival, but Premier League fans really love him. Do we even have rivals? No one cares about us. Um, 
So my thoughts on St. Max is that I do I really like him and I think on his day he's like massively talented. He reminds me of Ben Arthur a lot. Um, on his day when he's at like that top level, like you know, like when he gets the ball, you're excited, like you don't know what he's gonna do. But his final third is atrocious, and his decision making is very bad as well. Um, obviously the coach doesn't help in that respect because I mean you, you have a player like Saint Maxman under Bruce, exactly like Ben Arthur under Pardew, just doesn't work, doesn't work like that. You need like a progressive, forward-thinking manager for a player like that. Um, but yeah, I do like I do like him. I love him. I think he's really really talented. He's just not gonna he's just not gonna thrive in a squad like ours, unfortunately. Yeah. Why well, come with that smoke? Yeah. Sorry. Why are you shook as well? Isn't he part of your team? <laughs> yeah, bro. Bro, 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 man. So, take that right down his ass. So I'll be ready no, I, I don't see him on here, man. I see all these all these flipping Twitter fingers, flipping fun warriors, and all the rest of it. And I don't worry. I think I think his one size another one. Listen, if we win, if we win, boy, just we might as well block me now, bro, because I'll be on you. I know. Come. Come. Hey, look, look, I'll tell you this, yeah. Nobody's had it. We've got a big squad. We're like the NWO. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. If you guys lose. Oh no, because it won't happen because then Steve Bruce won't be sacked. But then I thought we might get Josie if you guys lose and he might get sacked. But then we'll end up with Steve Bruce for another six months longer than we were meant to. Um, oh, don't wait. Won, so. if, if, you, if, you may win, if you may win, you know, obviously I know Fordy's going to come after all of us. Oh, he wants yeah. to bring that one. Okay. Listen. One, two, one, six. I thought he was going to be like the lasagna oh, game. Wow. This, this is what we're doing. Oh, yo, 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 wait, 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 wait. That's, listen, listen, listen. First of all, yeah, you can't bring up man like, I can't bring up man like Judas, yeah. So I can get it. Nah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, 40, you can't bring up man like Judas, and then you can't bring up Lasagna and think that shots are not going to fly. Shots are going to fly off the rock, yeah. Like, let's take time now, yeah. First and foremost, yeah, let's not do this, because... Your, your club has bounced back more times than the yo-yos that I had in 2002. Let's, let's not do this, yeah? And if we go there, when we talk about money, because money is coming up soon, I'm sure it's going to come up, yeah? I'm sure it's going to come When we talk about club owners and money, yeah? That's when we get into the nitty-gritty, because you, man, you, man, might go... Fulham might be the game in which you lose and go down, you know? And, the, you know, the Sky Sports pundits are like, oh, no, and Newcastle are down in the championship once again. Cry. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I actually want us to go down. So that's the Are you mad? You my YouTube career is all before they even freaking started. I'll be Listen, Kendall, cares about me. <laughs> Kendall, in the championship, fun times. I enjoyed <laughs> That was the, man, the last season I enjoyed. Exactly. <laughs> what I'm so I don't mind if we go down. Either why, way, why did you? Why did you enjoy it, Kendall? I'm just because we won all the time. Thank you. <laughs> There's a theory going around that Mike Ashley purposely is getting you down to the championship so that oh, you can tell the Oh, because it's freaking true, Geordie. Oh, God. Wait. Do you know what? I wouldn't well, be surprised at this point. Oh, true, Geordie, and he's... I don't know what the bloke's called who's on the podcast with Rory and him, but um, he said, I, I have this theory that um, Mike Ashley's purposely getting Newcastle relegated so that the takeover goes through. People still think this takeover's going out. This thing has never happened. It was never happening. Newcastle fans need to realise this nigga was never, ever happening. 
If this, oh, if this takeover was to happen, would you take Jose as manager? Bruv, stop, man. Listen, you're sounding more deluded than deluded Goonan, bruv. Jose was my first choice, but I would still take him. I always have, like, had this thought in the back of my head, because, like, he's even said, like, he's a little magpie and stuff. So I've always had this thought in the back of my head that he wants to come to Newcastle, like, just to, like, carry on Bobby's legacy. But I feel like it'll be, like, a, a last career attempt for Jose, and then I don't think he'll manage again. Take him, please. You will, no, no, no taking. Don't, don't listen to these guys. Yeah, I'm taking. Everyone calls him like. I don't know why nah. fans are thinking like they could do better than Josie, man. Jose, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm Jose not that I'm, I'm not that person. Even, all of this, all of this, take Jose. You're not taking Jose. I'm telling you, you can take though. You can take Sissoko back. Take Sissoko. And you can take Kyle. Oh. Yeah. Harry, Harry Winks. Harry Winks. Winks. You can have Winks as well. Nah, nah, you can have Winks, man. We've already got our, our, our equivalent. Winks is better than, yeah, than, yeah, than Keegan. Harry, St- Harry Stinks is not happening either. Get it. We don't win our... Harry... Harry Stinks. We'd rather have... Listen, we'd rather have Harry, Harry Styles than Harry Winks, bruv. Shout out Tanya for that one, because she called me Harry Stinks, and it's just been since. How have we never called that? Jack, how have you never called him Harry Stings? You're the chief of Harry Stings FC, you know. so When you're so versed in getting at someone, you just forget the, the good shots that you can take from him. But anyway, um, shout out Tanya. moving on. Shout out Tanya. Yeah, shout out Tanya. Shout um, out Tanya. She was the one who came up with Harry Stings. <laughs> who's, who's the worst manager? Steve Bruce or Gareth Waistcoat? Bruce, all day long, yeah. next century, next century. Season. I, I think the only thing that Bruce is winning here is definitely that, because at least, um, at least Gareth Southgate, I know he's got a decent waistcoat on him, so he's got a decent tailor or whatever, but yeah, <laughs> that's all I can give you right now, he ain't won nothing either, has he? <laughs> but yeah, um, we've got another question, this is from Patrick Tyrant from Views TV Official, good channel, um, check him out, um, who would you take uh, if you'd... Steve Bruce was sacked. Realistically, or like if we could have anyone in the world? Realistically, realistically. Uh, realistically, obviously, Eddie Howe's been the shout from like day dot. Um, I'll quite happily take Eddie Howe. Um, obviously, Rafa's him, never. Though. Yeah, well, they've made. I knew he was probably going to go to Celtic. They've made like contact. Um, obviously, Chris Wilde has been a shout lately. Um, I mean, he's no worse than Bruce, let's be honest. So, I wouldn't say no. Um, so, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Because I don't think anyone else is going to... I mean, Bruce was 12th choice, as it was. So, I don't well, think any... Yeah, 12th choice. So, I don't really know who else would come, really, to be honest. Wow. 40? Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I'd, I'd take the bin, man. Seriously, like, I'd take anyone... Over this guy, um, you know what? I'll go and do it for free. Me, yeah. I, I think a lot of us would. I think a lot of us would do it for free. I mean, look, going on to what Rio Ferdinand said the other day. You know, if we can't, if you don't can't do it, then why not do it ourselves? You know what I'm saying? Or words to that effect. So I would definitely do it. You know, can't can't do it any worse of a job than what Bruce has done right now. Let's face it. Get relegated again. So be it, bro. I mean, we're still waiting. <laughs> we already are. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> we're swearing with the same thing that Tottenham's got nothing, so... Nah, yeah. you're getting relegated again. Yeah, I'll tell you why you're getting relegated again, because you're going to go there. Stop putting bad vibes in the air. Stop putting nah, bad vibes in the air. Nah, you're going to go there. You, you need to understand, Fordy's going to go there and start cussing players. You can already see it in his eyes. Yeah, he's going to start cussing players. The players will be like, you've only been in managing for like a, a season, yeah? I'm gone. 
So they, the whole club will just leave man in the dust. Next thing you know, no, you're in the conference. Listen, I'll recruit again. Don't worry about me, man. I'm the football manager connoisseur over here, so don't worry I about like me. I like that. I like that. There you go. But um, realistic-wise, there's no one there available. Eddie Howe said, guys, Celtic. I really wanted, I know this is out there, but I wanted Bielsa in it. I wanted us to... I wanted us to be in a situation where we can pluck from teams rather than taking teams' leftovers. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit. What, what, what's, this is a bit, I hope it's not left, but what's Newcastle Academy saying? You, you're probably better off bringing up, surely, some kids through the the ranks to like... The last like good academy player we had was like Andy Carroll, if you can even what? call him good. What? Wow. Not, you're not creating long stuff, like, no? We haven't really had anyone else since then. Like the long, like the what long stuff's fair enough, but they're not really on that level. Like Steve Bruce hates them anyway. I don't know why. I don't know why yeah, they've got like Steve Bruce's nudes or whatever. But like, like he just doesn't really like Matty and Sean for some reason. Like he just the fact that we can bring in is bizarre. The fact we can bring in some Arsenal reject into the midfield over them that that pisses me off as well. Mm. And again, that probably pisses you off as well. Like. Let's face it, we'll have one good game, and that's it. He's been holding down that central midfield like he's been, I don't know, Perlo, and he's been stinking out the drink. And then, yet, long staffs have been just resting on the bench, innit? I was going to ask that about Willick, because I remember his. I watched his first game, and I was like, right, like, I don't, I don't mind him. I, I just don't think he's like a long term. He's not, he's not better than what we've got. We, honest to God, like, if we're going to bring someone on loan, yeah, and then our staff, we're starting our own development as well. It's like, with you guys, isn't it? Like, imagine you bringing someone over, not Harry Winks, obviously you think he's shit, but like, someone that you actually rate from coming through the 60 minutes and it's stifling their development. And that's the same thing with us, isn't it? I'd rather us play two long staff brothers, at least they're going to try that little bit harder than Joe Willock who's just there for a jolly up for six months. You know what I'm saying? So, for me, it, it didn't make the sense. Like, playing one good game and that's it and then after that he's lost because we've already got enough passages in midfield already. Do you know what I mean? Don't get me started on John show, man. Boy, why? He's been stinking up the joint for a hot minute. So he just yeah. needs to leave. Like he should. He just needs to go far away from me. Like just oh. far away. Like just. Yeah, it looks like uh, that ship has sailed with him. Um, do you think that you'll lose your star players like Saint Maximan, Wilson, all them if the club gets relegated? Oh, they'll go anyway. Yeah, because they'll try. They'll try and reduce the wage bill. So I mean, Joe Linton's on eighty-six thousand a week. Eighty what? What? Eighty what? living. Yeah. Hey. So, um, I mean, Ryan Fraser's on something ridiculous, like seventy. So, I mean, and we got him on a free. Do you know what I mean? So it's just like annoying. Like the stupid thing is, is like Sean Longstaff and stuff. So only like, like on four a week. Just so, just quickly, um, just Sorry to interrupt you. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go again. I know my brother's probably watching and probably listening. I was fighting my brother about how shit Ryan Fraser is. He was telling me Tottenham should have gone for Ryan Fraser. I said, you're smoking marijuana, which he obviously does because my mum will clout him. You're smoking marijuana because he got you FPL points. And now Kendall is here telling you, man's on £75,000 a week and stinking up the joint. So don't ever tell me in the past or in the future or in another timeline we should have signed Ryan Fraser. I just wanted to call him out live. Carry on. <laughs> See, Ryan Fraser's another one. He's like Marmite. Like people obviously expect because a couple of years ago he was like 
on top, top of the league for assists and whatever. But like for us, we just don't play that type of football where he's going to fit in. I mean, he likes smash. He's been smashing it for Scotland in, in the international break. But he'll come back and he just won't. He'll carry an injury or like it is hardly the, the the person you want in a relegation battle because he literally left Bournemouth in the lur- in the lurch for six months because he wanted to move away from the club and he didn't want to get injured. So he didn't play from March till August for Bournemouth till he got the move to Newcastle. And again, he wouldn't. He didn't even want to come to Newcastle. He only came because Callum Wilson said he was definitely going. So Ryan Fraser was like, oh, well, I'll come as well. Like, so for me, like, that just, that just puts us off. Like, I just feel like... But we don't even play him anywhere really in the right place either. Like, like he's an X-Thing. Steve Bruce is these things where he plays Bright Gale on the wing and Ryan Fraser is, like, the central striker. Why? This is tactics. <laughs> What's the tactic? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, I'm still trying to figure it out. Still trying to figure that one out. Well, we, well, the thing is, we literally had wingers on the bench as well. So oh, why was Dwight oh. Gill playing as a winger? Like, I just... What happened to... Uh, he's probably... He might, this, I don't mean it disrespectfully, because I, I, I don't keep up with like, Newcastle squad and that in it, but what happened to that Rolando Aaron's boy? He's at Huddersfield. Oh, is he gone, gone? Is he on loan? No, he's gone, gone permanently. Oh, he's gone, gone. Ah, okay. He's, I think he's at, I think he's at Wickham, Huddersfield. Huddersfield, sorry, Huddersfield. He went to Wickham. But, um, yeah, just carrying on for what Gendler was saying. So I think ASM's definitely going whether we stay up or not. Like, he's one of them where, you know, when I don't know about you guys, but when you get a player and you're thinking, he's not going to be with us too long. I felt that with, when we got Genie one album, and obviously he ended up at Liverpool. Obviously, we got relegated, but he was going to stay too long. And same with ASM, I don't think he's going to stay too long as well. Like, these players are brought in purposely to do well on a shut window, score a crew, few goals, whatever, and then move on to whoever. They're just like money makers, like exactly, exactly. And we only got it for like twenty mil as well. So again, yeah. easy double. a similar one. He'll go to probably Spain. I feel like he'll go to like Atletico or whatever. So yeah, Spurs guys, would you take Sick Maximum on our inside? Nah, man, nah. No. Like it's, uh, it, it would be nice to have a player with some sauce, some drip. You know what I'm saying? Sell it. We could actually. They'd probably pull their ass out and give us some nice merch because you'd have someone to model it. With all due respect to our squad members, there is nobody modding. Like, we flipping put up pictures of our Starboys a couple of months ago. The whole of Twitter thought they were fucking JD models. So, it would be nice if someone could advertise for us. But our final third in some players is shocking enough. Our right wing roster is a joke as it is. So Hold on, hold on. You took Tiff Stoke off our hands. So, how you could be like talking about. Hey, 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 hey. Hold on, hold on. Let me. Let's Let's Open break down. Hold on, hold on. Let's, let's break down what you said. Yeah, you said I didn't take Sissoko. I wouldn't have driven him there. I wouldn't Are have. You him. I didn't take him. Are my club bought him. No, no, no. Are my club bought him. But, that doesn't, yes, but I didn't bring him. Okay, so you took him. But you I didn't bring him. him. Musa, thank you. Welcome. Nah, you can have him back. We, we, nah, we, did, we, we did take. We did take Sissoko, but we all know that that was you know. Also, tax purposes. That's the only reason we took it. I don't understand. I don't understand why why it's been made a big deal. We know it was for tech. Like I can't go into the details of it because obviously I don't want the HMRC to be after my case. You know what I'm saying? But you know there was a little bit of money on the side that we needed to to shift. You know, and Newcastle and us, we have a little bit of rapport in terms of like you know exchanging players. So we made the call. We said, hey, you know, we need to do some installments over five years for for a certain player, give us one. You've done us dirty by giving us, you know, Sissoko, but we're like, ah, cool. You how know. much is it for again? 
It was for five years. Six six million for five years. You know what I'm saying? A little tax, little tax. Oh, no, no, little tax. Six times five. Thirty mil, bro. Oh, Thirty mil, raw. Yeah, yeah, it's tax, bro. You know what? You don't pay tax. Come on, man. Don't get called by HMRC, bro. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Bro, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Thirty is a lot to be paying tax, but you just told me that you know you're you're paying eighty six k to Joe Linton. You 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 bought him for forty million. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm only you didn't pay tax. You paid ransom. That's what you paid. You paid ransom money. Yeah, you paid somebody ransom for somebody that wasn't even missing. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know why. Yeah, <laughs> we just paid that with the Sissoko money that we got from you. What the the ten million on top? Yeah, you no. told that to HMRC because that, that's not coming through us. <laughs> huh? So who's paying it then? You. Who paid for Sissoko then? We did. Don't be fooled. Levy's got you, man. That's I told you. Tax money. Don't think that. Look, I can't get into it. Let me not get into it. What you saying, was cousin or something? No, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Let me not get into it. I wouldn't worry if I was you, bro. Yeah. On your ass now. They be watching all of your all your payments coming through now. Watch. We better move on. No, wait, bro, they're going to be listening, bro. Yeah, we better move on before they before they listen in and uh, send a letter on your post. But anyway, um, next question. This is an interesting one. Harry or Allen, who's the best player to play for in, out of those two? Allen or Allen? answering this one. That's just a non-entity that, like... Yeah, I, like I, I mean, even as a Spurs fan... I mean, a lot of people would love to say Harry and all, but it's, it's going to be. I, I personally think it, w- it would be Alan. Like, I can't see. I don't understand those kind of questions. To be fair, I think when 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 Kane's career is over, it will be Kane. I think it's. I think it's. It doesn't really make sense to say Kane now, just because Shearer is so clear at the top. You know what I'm saying? Top goal scorer. Yeah, just alluding to a much, much earlier comment, you know, and, and this isn't to try and slight, but when people love doing this legacy term with Harry Kane, it's, it's very interesting. Um, but the reality is people only say it because they dislike Tottenham, you know. With Shearer's, and if, if anyone feels I'm talking out of time, if we'll, please feel free to interrupt me, but with Shearer's legacy, no one talks about the league at Blackburn. Like, it's all his personal achievements and loyalty towards Newcastle. I think that's relatively fair to say. So I think when people say stuff like, ah, Kane's going to have less of a legacy than Vardy and all that stuff, and it's like, yeah, people can say, yes, Shearer won his Prem, but no one talks really talks about Shearer's Prem when they talk about Shearer's legacy. So to answer the question directly, yes, it's Shearer for now, but it will be Kane. Like, I'm very confident in that. You know, you know what's funny. So, kind of like bounce off that, uh, and I, yo, this this is actually a shot. Yeah, Alan Shearer got what the Premier League? Did he win the charity shield? Because uh, I know some people count that as a as a trophy. Did did he win that as well? No. Okay, and he didn't win no FA Cup. We know he's been to finals. You know, <laughs> but clearly he didn't get them them gold medals. Yeah, and the truth of the matter is, he he got one Premier League title. Well done. Crap for him. I'm I'm very happy for him. He's got the all-time goal-scoring record, fully deserved. Because some of the goals that he scored are absolutely ridiculous. Out of the two of them, it's easily going to be Alan Shearer as it stands right now. But if Kane keeps doing what he's doing at a clip, 
it's going to be Kane by the end of his career. But I don't know if he can do that at a clip. Look, the truth of the matter is 260 goals in your career is ridiculous. Especially in one league. Like, let's be like, the guy was 40 or 300. Like, and this was back in the days when footballs weighed a ton and he was scoring headers, volleys, and all kinds of stuff. So, the truth of the matter is, I don't think the legacy between the two of them is down to trophies. I, I think it's down to their goal scoring record. And if Kane matches or eclipses Shearer's record, it's going to be Kane. But that's if Kane does that. That's that's what it will come down to. I'm talking pure career though. Like if I if, I, if you ask me to pick between like the peak Kane, you had the better career. Yeah, no. If we're talking, I assume we're talking like who's had the better career like thus far, like comparing them and like obviously like Shearer's definitely. But if you ask me to pick one of them to be in a team, like say we had like Pete Shearer and then Pete Kane, I'm picking Pete Kane personally. Depends on it depends on what you determine to be. For me personally, it depends on what. You determined to be peak Shearer because <clears throat> I, I don't I don't think I don't think Shearer at Newcastle was peak. Personally, ah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, that that question, by the way, was from our very own era. Um, we've got a question from our very own Owen. Um, is Callum Wilson still a smug? See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you man so bitter for, man? And you didn't even come on to me about the Shearer versus Kane. Obviously, I'm going to smack Shearer, but I like how you, you Kane deflectors are talking about all of this, about, uh, talking about the end of the season or end of his career. Duh, duh. Listen, the only way Kane's going to go clear is if Kane leaves you lot, bro. Leaves you lot high in the women's high and by. That's a so terrible. Yes, I said it again. No, I Oh, mute his mic. Mute his mic. He goes to Man City. No one. We start again. We move. And then he gets some trophies in the trophy cabinet. Otherwise, the only thing that he's going to be shining is that dusty gold cup, golden boot, and the Audi cup. That's it. So, anyway. Mute this guy's mic, bro. Mute him immediately. Get him out of here. (laughs) We'll move on. We'll move on. Uh, Question for time. Um, again, from top. So, best Spurs Newcastle memories. We'll go on to Kendall for this one. Obviously, the five-one. I mean, not that it really made much difference to us, like. But um, I don't really have like many memorable. Obviously, the Joe Linton one because that's recent and that was just a bit like really Joe Linton. Like that's like practically the only goal he's ever scored for us, apart from like in cups. Um, genuinely, so <laughs> that's got to be up. That's got to stand out there as well. <laughs> that's, what, that's what makes you laugh so much. When people like the Costa and especially Spurs fans, I'm like, yeah, but he's going to get lot. So how shit must you be if he's going to get Dulo? Fine, we know we shit. That's what I'm saying. So anytime <laughs> Spurs fans want to pipe up, yeah, and say, ah, oh, Joe Linton support winning, yeah, but he's going to get you, man. So if he's shit, how shit must you be? Anyway. Um, sorry, Kendall, carry on. One well, no, that one. Oh, you're done? That was it, that was it. yeah, you can carry it. Um, yeah, obviously yeah. the 5-1 end of the season, obviously it was down, but we still panned you, man. Um, the Perez one, Tim Crawl having a worldie that uh, one game as well. Ooh, we've got some good memories, man. Um, I remember back in the Hewlett Packard days as well. There were the days there. So, yeah, some good times, man, against you lot, man. Some good times. 
Yo, any good memories against them lot? Uh, trying to think off the top of my head. Um, it's, it's been. I'll be honest with you. I think Newcastle Spurs games annoy me the most. Like, honestly, like there's there's actually one other club that used to absolutely infuriate me to watch as a Spurs fan, and that was Spurs Leeds. So here, uh, I didn't care what what the result was. I just hated it, and I have the same feeling with uh, Newcastle. If it has to be recent, it'll probably be the um, the three one victory. Uh, which was recent, I think it was last last season around July, I think when we just come back from uh, lockdown. You know, what's we, we that, um, what's the name? The the Gillard guy, Gilly, Gilly guy wearing guy, Shearwood, that's the one. When he won four nil at our place. Was that was gonna that was gonna be I was gonna talk about the four nil like way back, um League Cup quarter final and it's only one of my favourites because Soldado scored, to be honest. Yeah I you know, you know what's funny? Like the the reason why I don't even go that far back into the like kind of results is because I again I absolutely hate when Spurs go to Newcastle because it's like this was a home goals there. No, but I'm saying in terms of just facing Newcastle in general, they they're like a real. I generally feel Newcastle are a bulky team for Spurs. Yeah, if there's ever Newcastle and sometimes Aston Villa, I guess if you want to call it that. So I absolutely yeah. hate the, the contest. Um, so yeah, if it was recent, it would probably be the the three one victory just after COVID because I I thought we were done. I thought I thought the season was completely cooked, and I thought we were going to finish like tenth. But you know the the team seemed to like rally it round and put in a decent performance uh, for that three one. Even though like that season was a bit up and down, especially with Poch being sacked early on in the season so I'll, I'll take that as probably my my recent fondest memory I'm not going to go far into the past because sometimes I've done any Ohio good memories yeah no it's literally just it's obviously like I said the 4-0 because Odaro scored and then what I found funny was I know we had like I don't know if you might remember we had one of them you know the backup keepers that you always sell on Football manager or FIFA manager. Remember Ben All Ben All Nick Anik, yeah, Ben Anik. <laughs> ben Anik, yeah. And like uh, his younger brother was in I think his younger brother was in goal for Newcastle. Yeah, Jack Jack Anik, yeah. He was so yeah. bad that I know like there was rumours of Newcastle wanting to sign an emergency keeper like the next day, so that's probably why the four 0 was probably my favourite way back. Yeah. I think let, yeah, let me, sorry, let me ask this question because I know Fordy was talking about um Joe Linton scoring against us, and you know, credit to make it. You know, but uh, do, do do you rate um, I saw a cotto. Who? I saw a cotto. Do you rate him? Oh, the man back in the day with the pro. Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Do, do do you rate him? I swear he did like football, now. Nah. Yeah, he, he hated it, but I'm asking, did you did you rate him? I remember him. To be fair, I don't remember his got a pro like mine. That's about it. So so you don't remember the guy that was scored he, was the first one that went, Was he the one that went and was a pawn star afterwards? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, we. No, I swear down. I actually if, swear down. Like, if he went down that line of work, man did I didn't it not. Know it, was but him. What? it was definitely somebody who literally hated football and then he went and did, like, stuff like that. Yeah, he laughed. He laughed. He laughed those claims off. Um, apparently, it's not true. Oh, it's not oh, true. It's not true. Oh. Okay, cool. I was going to say, what was Asu Ekotto? It probably was. You're on top of the place setting up OnlyFans now. Is that it? Mad. Incredible. 
But the reason the reason I asked you is because I I if like, like I said I didn't want to go into the past did it but man man said that Joel Linton scored against us and I couldn't let it slide and man's now saying that he doesn't even remember Asol Koto Asol Koto scored the first goal against you man in that five 0 trouncing you took in 2012 remember that you took you took slaps and Zaha scored two as well and this was the time when Zaha's hair was falling out you know uh-huh. so like clack, 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 you just were getting clapped but don't worry you know. If, yeah. if any club needs only you fans, it's going to be fun in Utah. What do you want? What do you want from it? You have five as well, so boy. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, you, might, you might hold five in the championship. That's you might have got a triple poles in that. Is that what I'm hearing? That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying, if you go down to the championship, I heard that only fans is paying a lot of money. You you might, might want to get your, your first 11 onto that quick. Get them billions up. Hey, Kendall, just quickly, just because I've noticed you're an Atleti fan and a Newcastle fan, another one of your fans, Nippon Sharma, he says, Kendall, if Newcastle and Atleti had a, a friendly together, who are you supporting? Uh, Newcastle. I don't no. support Atletico, I just follow. You support him, Torres. That makes sense. Yeah, I support Torres. Support Torres. Hey, he's, he's whammers now, bro. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's on the yeah. roof. He is wham. Diana Ball or something. He's really Whoa, man. <laughs> Sorry. Well, this is really fine. Fine, talk to lot before you got punked to lines, bro. Fine for them keyboard warriors, isn't it? What did it spell up? For those, for those oh, who are right. listening, for those who are listening and not watching, Sai said that um, Mr. Ford has the same trim as the chicken connoisseur himself. <laughs> for those wondering why we burst that up. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Aiden asks, is Bruce really a Geordie? Because he moves like he hates Newcastle. Is that even a Geordie geographically? Because he's just from a place called Corbridge, which is, like, not far away from Newcastle. But, like, uh, realistically, he's not. He just pretends that he is. He's a Man United fan. And, um, yeah, it is what it is. Right. Kendall just just ruled him out. Said, you ain't even from <laughs> here, bro. You're, like, you're on the outskirts. You're great in London. You, you you're ain't your end. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Um, yeah, what? So I, I'm not very well versed on Newcastle like that, but what impact has Graham Jones had on Newcastle so far from Owen again? If any of you well versed on it, um, well we like one like we changed the formation, like we changed it to four three three, which we'd not played under Bruce, um, and then for like a month we had relatively decent results. Um, but then Graham Jones got rendered to the stands because Bruce didn't want him down on the touchline. Um, and then we kind of started failing again and Bruce started claiming that he was actually had 4-3 for three, three a month in the making. But, like, it was literally since Graham Jones came in. <laughs> and, like, we'd, like, been in charge for 18 months and hadn't played 4-3-3 three, three before, so I don't really know how we can say it was him. Um, but, yeah, Cresty can't really judge because we're still crap, so, um, yeah. That's your next manager. Well, yeah, maybe. That that sounds like it's your next manager. This sounds this sounds like sounds like yeah, Bruce is gonna go out and this Graham Jones fella is gonna come in. I think that was maybe like a, a a power like a power move from Ashley because I feel like he brought Graham Jones in. Like, what club do you know? Rather than sack the manager that's not doing well, brings in another assistant manager on top of two that he's already got. Like, what club sort of club does that? Like, seriously, apart from us. Um, but I feel like he's probably done it hoping that Steve Bruce walks, but he hasn't, so. 
They're cloak and dagger, man. That's fair enough. Nip and Trauma again. Who's being taken over first, Tottenham or Newcastle? I don't, I don't know why, why we're even debating this. It's got to be Tottenham. You, bro, Mike Ashley is going nowhere. Yeah, you got to get rid of this guy. I agree with you on that one. I don't think we're ever getting taken over, man. I always say to Newcastle fans that want to listen, why would someone leave a business that makes you money and you have to do hardly anything? You get TV money every single year. You get players to start, sell off every single year. It's just easy. You don't even have to show up. You've got your, your yes men to do it for you. So why on earth are you going to... And again, his main baby is in Sports Direct and stuff. So again, you've got three advertisers. So... Again, I ask Newcastle fans this, why would you want to leave? He will hate you, who cares, but we ain't got nowhere. How can Sai say that he's more likely to buy Morley's than sell Newcastle? That's what, oh my god. More Morley's it, 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 it would still double the price of chicken, yeah. no matter what it would. <laughs> Morley's that's that London place, isn't it? Five pounds yeah. If Mike Ashley bought it, so yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I think yeah, we, we like we realistically we will get taken over first. It's just obviously there's been a lot of talk about British Airways, and I, I, I can already see the memes if it gets named British Airways Stadium. To be honest, I don't know what the joke is going to be. It's going to slap all the football Twitter. Park the Boeing seven four seven in front of you. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Like, didn't your didn't your say you get called a toilet bowl already, sir? Yeah, we well, we we get that every time before we even moved in. It was called a toilet bowl, but it's, to be fair, that joke was like running for like a month, and we haven't heard it since. So fair enough. But I think the Brit- I think I know a lot of fans were worried about the British Airways thing. I'm not that worried about it because I can't remember how much I had. I had a note how how much how big the loan was, but I think it's one of those loans that's like pretty much like guaranteed by the government. So I'm not I'm not too. But I think everyone's like, oh, but British Airways going to go into debt, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, two million two billion pound loan facility from eleven banks, and it's like proper tied up over a couple of years. So. And they've also, I think I read they've also got 8 billion euros in reserves as well, like before this loan even come in. So if we get taken over by BA, fair enough. I'm, I'm not really worried about us going to debt. Like we've we've seen Levy's tight as hell anyway. There's no chance in hell Levy's going to sell off somewhere that is going to that is going to put the club in debt. To be honest, fair enough. Um, oh, this is on to the Spurs fans. Um, which Spurs players do you want to see more of? Uh, we should try to sort of try and push high up in the table. People like Joe Roden, Tanganga, GLC, um, Bergwijn. Love that. Yo? Um, oh, man. I'm, I'm going to be so harsh, yo. Bergwijn's cooked, yeah? And until he shows me otherwise, yeah, like, he's he's done. So, I don't want to see him. Um, Roden... Look, I know everyone's raving about this block that he had over the um, international period, but again, I wouldn't mind seeing him in a few games. But I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna like be saying, "Oh, he's one for the future" or "great talent" or something like that. It's just something that he could develop over time and become something decent for us. You know, hopefully, he turns into a worldie. But we just wait and see. I, I would like GLC to be back. And just not be injured. I, I feel like if if he's um, I feel like if he stays injury free, we can get some good return out of him. You know, I can see in the comments that you know, man, say you know, saying Burgoyne is cooked is mad. But the truth of the matter is, like, we know what fans are like today. Like, 
I'm hearing that, you know, obviously he's been hit up on Twitter a few times and, you know, it's, it's affected him mentally. That ain't going to change until he starts banging in goals. Like, and he has to be banging in goals at a, a relatively high clip to get players, um, fans and other people off his back. So, until that happens, yes, Bergwijn is cooked like bacon. Alive, <laughs> uh, what do you think? Uh, is that a point where I can't even really talk about what our best 11 is, who should get more games? Like, because it's, it's just a plethora of problems at Tottenham. Um, to be honest, all I all I really want to see is is the front three. Uh, I want to see HBK up top. I just want to see them. I think that's probably the thing I enjoy the most, if I'm being really honest with you. It'd be nice to see Delhi get a game as well. Um, but, you know, there's there's the high propensity he might leave in the summer. But in terms of people who actually haven't played much and should play, I am not I'm not opposed to a bit more um, Tanganga and Rodon at centre-back. I, I wouldn't be mad if, if I see a bit more of either one of them two alongside possibly Toby because I don't trust I don't trust Davinson. I feel like Joe, Joe Linton will probably have a worldie against Davinson Sanchez if I'm being really honest with you. Um, but yeah, I think it just makes it makes the most sense to get Tanganga game time just considering young centre-back, you know, potentially could be looking at first team minutes next year so it just makes more sense to just play him. Yeah, that's fair enough. I think we'll end on one final question for the for our guests. Uh, what's the good season for Newcastle at this point and Obviously, you probably have the answer. I don't know if this. Would you have to see Bruce at the helm next season? Start for you, Fordy. Um, come on, man. That's just that's dumb. Like, we're not going to do that. Of course, we don't want Bruce here. Um, good season. Again, if we're in deluded, deluded land, then obviously we've got rid of Bruce, and then obviously we've got a decent manager in charge. But that's not going to happen anytime soon. Bruce is going to see out his last year of his contract probably. Um, and again. Probably just stay above water, in it. Seventeenth place. That's what we aim for under Bruce. Anyone else? It's possible that it can be top ten finishes. We've seen it under Rafa. Ideally, it would be nice to see Rafa come back, but no, Marcashi hasn't got that. Hasn't got that um, ambition in him. You know what I mean? He just wants to do the bare minimum, collect his money, and keep it moving. Yeah, that's fair enough. Kendall, what do you reckon? Yeah, right now, 17th, and get rid of Steve Bruce is probably where we're at, um, just to stay in the Premier League and progress next season, but we don't see that very much, so yeah. That's fair enough, that's fair enough. Well, we're going to end it there. Thanks guys for coming on, it's been a it's been a fun one, it's been a lot of shots fired, a lot of stray bullets going around, um, a lot of ricocheting, but um, it's been good having you guys on. Um, yeah, Kendall, where, where can we find you? Uh, yeah, just kind of on our socials, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and also over at the Football Terrace as well, where um, I present my own show on there as well on a Friday at 9pm. Brilliant. And the 40? Yeah, so again, Twitter handle, as you can see, oh, along the bio, uh, Clinton at four, uh, underscore forward, and Geordie's down south, where I'm joined by a couple of mates of mine talking about Newcastle United matters, and just probably ranting about Steve Bruce most of the time as well. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough, and your Ohio, thanks for coming on again. It's been a it's been a fun one. You you defended us proudly. Um, Always a pleasure, yeah. brother. Try, absolutely brilliant. And yeah, um, thanks guys. It's been great. See you in the next one.
Network.